2: Welcome in to the DNBR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNBR and we sign up for a new account to get amazing odds boost every single day. We got the full squad here Jesse, AJ, Megan, Rudo, coming at you live as the Avs defeat the Minnesota Wild. We're all sitting in defense. Six places to three. We really are all swapped unsettling. out. It's which, unsettling. Like, appropriate for this game because what the hell? Dude,
0: that's why, that's why the headline for the post game was, it was chaotic. <laughs> I, it was a weird win. It was a chaotic win. I don't.
2: A lot of
3: nonsense. A lot of nonsense in well, this and game. and also, this set is bigger now, so like you guys are further away Jesse than Jesse feels used to. like a mile away. I know, from I was going to say. Yeah.
1: Where's Jesse? <laughs> Hello!
2: Hello! <laughs>
0: <laughs> I haven't seen him all night.
2: <laughs> so, I mean, look. The majority of the Avs' goals were complete nonsense, or certainly at least half. Which we'll get into.
0: Well, the first half of them were garbage. All Where, three of them. You're like, what is this? And then goals four through six are sick? Four was sick. Five was
2: sick. Six was an empty netter.
0: It was a great shot from the opposing blue line. I mean, it was nice,
2: but. That's c- good stuff. Compared to goal four, it was like. It's good stuff,
3: man. <laughs> is what it is. I now like the play Gerard yeah. made before the shot. Oh my gosh. <laughs> great, play. Great, great play. Great
0: play. <laughs> oh, we didn't designate a 60 yeah, second rundown. Yeah, I was going to say, oh, did shit. you guys
2: sort this out? Narc- we, no.
0: This is
3: my first game in studio in like four months. I can't be expected to know that. Even though we talk about it <laughs> weekly and I'm always a part it, of the conversation. It sounds like
0: you're doing the 60 second rundown so then. Great.
3: Bitch.
2: All right.
0: Gave <laughs> you a minute? He needs a minute for a minute. He needs a minute
2: to set up the minute?
3: Yeah. Brutal. <laughs> We're live on the air. We can't shut up. If we <laughs> shut up. It's just
1: four assholes right. sitting here staring
3: Everyone at each just other. just sit here for one yeah, yeah, yeah. minute.
2: <laughs> It'll be fine. All right. Be cool.
1: <laughs> Don't tell me what to do. <laughs>
3: <laughs> after you just told us all to shut up. After you just all gave us one very specific I, I, direction. I never said an idea. <laughs> all right. Fair. All right, Technically. Maybe. For What? You said, wait a minute, and then now you're just saying, are you ready? Yeah, for the minute. It's, up there. Min- it's your right. minute now. All right. Okay. All right. One, two, three. Usually you go three, two, one. Uh, all right. Kind of a, an, an interesting game here. Uh, <laughs> this is not living uh, to, up to, to the start minute already. A uh, little bit of back and forth. Avs, I thought, pushed the pace a little bit better early on. Eric Johnson shot from out high. Takes a weird tip off Ben Myers, off a Minnesota Wild defender, and in. Kirill Kaprizov comes back, scores just minutes later, then another fortuitous bounce on the goal, but I just mentioned it, Sam Gerrard. A great play out high to get in low. Chipped a shot on. I'm going to have to speed this way up. Yeah, you're up. way slow. Get into the second period. Well, uh, Do we want quality here? Do we want to know what happened do we'll, we want to we'll be get quick? get into the quality later. This is quick. Second period, abs really, I thought, kind of pushed the pace a little bit more. Extended to a two-goal lead. Again, off some weird bounces. off again comes back, shortens the lead up. Then the Avs started to kind of lock things down, continue to push the pace, uh, added two more, Valachewski ah, with an empty four, netter, and the Abs won six at three. Two. Eat shit, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I even had time to tell you to eat shit. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I think that counts, right? You're in there. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're good. That was a pretty vague translation of what happened.
2: You're, I'll, I'll allow it,
0: and we'll
3: I mean, get we into it from, more
2: specifically. We went
3: from the
0: abs push the play in second period to six to three really well, quickly. Well, to say,
3: look, for a game <laughs> like that, we so did the game. I was so gonna say we need like a three minute rundown you to kinda, accurately you talk about everything You kind of skipped all that the dope happened. goals, but yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's what the show's for.
2: True, true. Uh, and, and look, let's let's take it from the top
3: here because actually, honestly, hold on, I'm gonna stop on this sixty second thing. See, <laughs> we talked about this when we it was first pitched to us. Yeah, so just seconds. go over. We like, In a lot of Avs games,
1: we need more than so 60 just go seconds. over. No There's one's going to stop lot of you. Time. I will stop him. <laughs> what? It never stopped me. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was going to say.
3: I, Ain't I, that the
0: truth?
2: I <laughs> did want to wind it back to the first period here because, yeah. uh, arguably, the Avs' worst period of the game, despite them coming out of it two-one, certainly the middle half portion of the period was just brutal for them. They Thank got you, Henry. Caved. Uh, they get a, a stupid lucky goal to go up one nothing.
3: Which oh the one nothing goal the, yeah. uh, the you, EJ
2: Myers you like
3: the he, hand eye from Myers as like a principle
2: sure but it was directed <laughs> dead sideways <laughs> yeah that was like the Nico Sturm goal exactly. all
0: over it was, again it was going <laughs> nineteen feet wide of the net and well, then hit something and goes the first down thing he like,
3: did was look up into the the mesh yeah he's like glass. ah I must have. Yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> Well, and, like, the wild response to it was, like, the whichever defenseman was skating towards the net, he sees it go in, and he just and, goes like that. Yep. Yeah, and, yeah. and everybody was like, okay. Like, we were all sitting here like, <laughs> cool. <laughs> and then it was like, oh, it's a goal. And yep. we're like, wait. <laughs> yep. How did this happen?
2: Very strange. And then the Abs almost immediately give it back on <laughs> a delayed penalty scenario. where Capri- Classic Minnesota scoring in a six on five. Yep.
3: Typical stuff. Um, Tyson Jones picks yeah, up the point. gets the secondary assist. Keeps the former Av Revenge Tour Th- alive. Alive, yeah. Sure. Th- that's a it's curse on, of the X av That falls it into it, right? It's on
0: life support, but I guess
3: it's alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck. They kind of squashed that, huh? Uh,
2: and look, I mean, are we are we big mad about this goal, or is it you got beat by Kaprizov, and he's pretty good? I thought it was good. a nice passing play. Yeah, yeah
0: it's a great it play between... Uh, what it was, Addison, right? Yeah. And, uh, and Kaprizov and Kalen Addison, like that's what he's, that's who he has been projected to be since his draft was, uh, that the, a like good solid puck moving defenseman. And you saw the creativity, you saw you saw the work there, and that was a great two band game. Kaprizov, you know, gets around the zone and outworks everybody and outplays everybody, and. Uh, keeps it in, drops it off to Addison, and then goes to space, and the Avs don't mark him properly. And uh, look, like the way that I always look at it is, is if the Avs scored that goal, how would I feel about it? And I would say, that's great offense. The Avs are dope, yeah. (laughs) That's great offense. And just because it was the Wild, they got lucky. Yep. It was great offense. It it really was great execution. It was. Yeah.
2: Um, Going through... The rest of that period, you know, I already kind of mentioned it. I think the Avs seriously got outshot like 10 to 1 through the middle section of that period. Yeah, it was bad. Uh, They really struggled to even possess the puck at all, to be honest with you. So, wasn't good, but they survived it. And then, Philip Gustafson happened. And look, credit to Sam Girard Makes a great play to get the puck back on his stick. And... Then what? He throws a floater backhand towards the net. Such a
1: gentle. That's it.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, when it went <laughs> in, we were assuming it hit something because we were like, "There's no way that he just vacated the net like that." Was
1: there a breeze in the arena? Yeah. yeah. yeah seriously.
2: Well, and and Gustafson reacts like so aggressively.
3: Well, so that was my thing. Look, I, I we, there was a few shows last year. Where we even we got into a little bit of back and forth because I I I'm I'm. Not quite as big as Megan, but, like, a big defender of goalies. It's a very hard position. <laughs> there's, there's shots and pucks that look very routine that, you know, they're hard to track. So I, I like to give the benefit of the doubt to a goaltender on stuff. I, I – I, there's I, – huh? What? <laughs> like, there's no – there is no excuse for giving up that goal. That's on the ice. Yeah, even if it's bouncing, your pad – if your pad is sealed right, that should – like, that puck should have hit his pad – you said, Rudo, it was it was such an aggressive overplay where, where it was just like, I, man, as someone who tries to make it seem like, you know, tries to bail out a goaltender anytime I can on it, it's a lot harder than it looks, I can't figure out <laughs> what, what, he, was what he was doing on that one. What he
0: did was the true accomplishment. <laughs> right, 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 yeah. <laughs> Making it look that bad. Right. Because,
3: yeah. like, that, that really was, like I said, there's a lot where I say, like, ooh, but that's a bouncing puck, it's a... It's a rocking puck. It's whatever, whatever. It's that's coming through traffic. That is one where he got a clean look at it, and, and I don't even know if you can like call it a changeup. Geez on the backhand. Yeah, the but- like you're expecting that puck to not come with a lot of velocity. Uh, just.
0: I don't know what he was doing.
3: Yeah, yeah. Seriously. It was
0: genuinely one of those moments where you're like, this might be the worst goal of the year.
3: Well, that's it's almost. It ended we- up
0: not the worst goal of the game, <laughs> but it was definitely like.
3: It was that bad. Like, it was that bad. You almost have to think that he, like, was tracking something else. Like, he thought a, a, a stick or something was the puck because it, it was just, it was such an odd overplay. So,
2: I mean, great for Sam Girard. Had a great night on the whole. Certainly deserved some some reward there, yeah. regardless of if that goal was weak.
3: I'm a big, 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 big believer in you make your own bounces. And I thought he earned that one. Yeah. I mean, he puts a shot on net. It's
0: not his fault. The goalie doesn't right, get in front of right, it. Right, right. <laughs>
2: it's
3: why
0: it's why I don't think of those as like lucky goals, because like that first it goal, it evens out the end, Yeah, where you're just like, what the shit, dude. Yeah, but that second Getting goal lucky like, that's is not... different
2: than the other team being terrible. Exactly,
0: <laughs> the other team has an opportunity to execute and they just don't. That first goal, nobody has a chance to do anything. Yep. It's a split second tip off of a guy's face and flies over his shoulder and into the net, and you're like. You could not recreate that. Yeah, yeah. You could stand there and practice all day and not come
3: close to doing that. Well, because, yeah, to tip it towards yourself without hitting yourself. Yeah. And like, then have it take the right angle to... Yeah, to then <laughs> just,
0: like, float over the goaltender where he doesn't see it. Right, right. He's and then it goes... in that. Like, it's it's like an
3: all-time goofy bounce. Right. But the Gerard one, it's like, your no. goalie just doesn't get in front of the puck You got uh, into a shooting okay. lane, you took a shot It wasn't a great shot, but it went in that's, I mean, that's why every coach from the history of time has told you When in doubt, put the yeah. puck on net It's never a bad play to <laughs> right. just
2: put the puck on net right. I wanted to stick with the defense a little bit here I watched the game upstairs on the watch along You guys were down here <laughs> What did you guys think of Bowen Byram's game tonight?
3: I loved his back checking Which is a weird thing to say for a defenseman
0: I loved the defensive part of his game
3: Megan
1: I don't have a lot to say about Byron's game. Tonight. He was he Wasn't, was out there
3: on that line that got caught in their own end for extended shifts multiple that's times. Right. It
1: was like the Sedlak crew on the ice yep. for the forward group and then that deeper and,
3: and honestly Manson who I I actually like a lot of spurts of Manson's game for but sure. he was out there so they we're
1: definitely under duress at points. Now that you mention it. Uh, uh,
3: so I
2: wanted to talk about him because there were two major shifts that stood out to me. One, when he straight bodies Kaprizov in the defensive zone for a shift, <laughs> just works him twice. Yeah, yep. And they get out clean against the one line you're actually he had a scared great of. Great
3: seal on Kaprizov on the wall too. Yep.
2: And then two in the same shift, he had two A plus opportunities that he doesn't finish. One on the back door and one yep. on a essentially a 2 on 0 with Logan O'Connor.
0: Yeah. I just Dookie Shoes is the greatest username of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I just Tom Segura is my maybe my favorite stand-up comedian and that is a That is perfect. Sorry. I don't well, mean honestly, to derail this us, game that's just was so good. this game
2: was pretty Dookie Shoes, I'm not going to lie to you. Game felt like Dookie shoes.
0: I want to see. I want to see Byram start to capitalize on this because. Right. If we were just looking at this season, you're like it's game three. Sure. anybody anybody that is drawing strong hard conclusions after three games is a moron. It's nonsense. It's just (laughs) fucking stupid. Um, but going back to the postseason that he had, he's involved in everything. But it's like you've got to start breaking through here you have to start to produce here and I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna be upset sure you know like of course that he continues to be involved in these things but like when you have a clean breakaway and you have Philip Gustafson who looks like he's playing Olay with the puck (laughs) and you don't even like make him really like work for that one it's it's just like dang like you really just I want to see him start to convert because he, he keeps getting involved in so many good opportunities. Uh, I just, I want, I want to see, I want to see some conversion. But uh, the defensive end continues to look just like what we thought it would look like. It looks,
2: it It'll looks eat. good. Yep. So, great news there. Uh, we are brought to you by Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNBR. You can get plenty down here at the bar. Or, of course, at your local liquor store, where you can use the Breck Beer Locator online at breckbrew.com to find some Breck Brew near you. Go check them out. They're genuinely awesome. We love them. Uh, There's some of their beer right there, if you want. Highly recommend you check them out. They have dozens of flavors, some for everybody. Also, brought to you by Game Time. You can go down into the description of this video. There is a link to go get Game Time tickets today. When you use the link, it helps us out a little bit. And on Game Time, you can also get tickets for up to sixty percent less than anywhere else. Buddy, so, you're in the wrong chat. Go ahead. Who? Who's mad?
0: The guy that keeps talking about Russell Wilson. Oh yeah,
2: wrong, wrong chat, bro. Yeah, uh, that'll be
0: the Broncos show in like thirty minutes. Yep.
2: Once their game's over, which it's like over right
3: now, I guess. I don't know. I can't see. It's There's not, like two minutes left. It's going to OT. Uh,
2: there is no seconds left.
3: Wow, they actually—they let the clock run out on that. Oh, um, great. Anyway, anyway, game yeah. time.
2: If you want Broncos tickets, you can get those too. They're super great.
3: Uh, Point I, being, it's going to be a while until the Broncos.
2: You can download their app as well. If enough of you use our link in the description, we'll get doing, a little code we're doing for our you. Show, Highly recommend.
0: <laughs> all right, let's all take a break and go tell the Broncos guys what. <laughs> Come on up. What our homie here has to say. Okay.
2: <laughs> Come do the show in the middle of overtime of the yeah. Broncos game. Uh, anyway, game time. Check it out. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast. Megan, you've been elected goalie person. I want to get your guys' uh, thoughts on Gorgiev like you tonight. You've been elected. Or should I say, say elected of goalie scouting and special? No, goalie
0: goalie development <laughs> and
2: special projects. Is that special what it is?
1: Special projects.
2: Was have a special product tonight, or was he just an average product?
1: Um, well, if, if it's like a project, I think <laughs> he is a special project because there's a lot to build on in this game, but I actually did like his performance, and I feel like maybe there's some... There's room for conversation on some of how, how those goals happened, um, but then there's a, another couple that are weird bounces. Just honestly the puck touches in general were a little bit weird tonight. Yep. Uh, there just some things though, that he did that I, I didn't quite have an answer for. Leaving the net. Uh, the sometimes one, even his the puck one, handling.
0: Right? <laughs> it was the one where he gets beat when they're on the power play yep. and they just get lucky that they don't give up a shorthanded goal. Why are you so aggressive there, dude? He
1: was fully outside. Of right. McCrease. Like,
0: I, what in the world are you doing? But other than that, Outside
1: of that, well, when he came up in the third huge third period,
0: yeah. EJ was a series of like four, or five saves, something stakes, like that. yeah. Well, when you look at it, like he gives up the, the one timer on Kapri- from Kaprizov to start. I'm saying it's far enough out; it's not unreasonable to say he could have stopped that. But you're also like, if you're giving up one time goals to Kaprizov in, in that situation, that like, yeah, okay, but. The he other ones, did. really, like redirects
2: and off escape it's, T- sideways.
0: It's a perfect. Tough, it's a perfect yeah. redirect from Erickson, X. and
2: and both of those. Why
0: are, the hell is that guy that was wide so open?
1: Ex- yeah, he was Why is he so wide when, open? Can we talk
3: about the penalty kill? Because that yeah, yeah, was. We, yeah, we're, we're, we're getting, getting there. there.
0: And then <laughs> we're getting there soon. And then and then the third <laughs> one is the one off of Taves' escape. Yep, and in between all of that, like he doesn't he doesn't give up any true five on five goals.
2: What are we asking for here? Hard to ask for more than that. What yeah. Was, like, what are we asking for? Certainly like, it, better than the dude on the other end of the ice.
0: It's it's absolutely. He absolutely. <laughs> yes, he, he definitely outplayed <laughs> Gustafson. Um,
2: so, so let's get into that. You you had Georgiev play well. He had some moments where he bailed him, the Avs out. Right. On the one full penalty kill the Avs had, he made multiple good saves. Yeah. And then you have a disaster couple of penalty kills where the Avs, who are already the worst PK in the league, give up two more. And I know it's game three. Don't read too much
3: into the stats. I know. So (laughs) I want to pause here for a couple of reasons. Uh,
0: One. Is this where you tell us how hard it is to be on a PK?
3: (laughs) No. Because if it is, (laughs) I'm vetoing this conversation. No, 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 no. The opposite. The exact opposite. (laughs) The the first two games of the season, the they gave up PK goals in back-to-back games on really kind of bad breakdowns. Yeah, true. And and what was concerning about the breakdowns in front of the net. <laughs> was it was two defensemen who were here last year, and then in, in those two particular cases, it was Logan O'Connor, who was like a PK specialist for them. So you had three players who should be very familiar with this system have bad breakdowns and we asked Jared Bednar about it and he said you know we're, we're, we're working through things we're getting back up to speed we're getting back into you know uh, you know our rhythm and everything like that so we expect some breakdowns we don't want to see it from guys that have been here we expect it from guys who are new to the system but you know we're working through it Yeah. so okay cool you're working through it then just a couple days later Uh, I overheard a conversation between uh, an Avs power play player and uh, Nolan Pratt, the Avs penalty kill coach. Right? It's Pratt, right? It's Pratt. it's Pratt. And the player told him, I'm sorry, I don't mean to be poking holes in your penalty kill. And Pratt said, no, this is the stuff that we need to look at. And they were walking back towards what I'm assuming is a video room. So, I just I, I, I put the other thing that Jared Bednar said after the first couple games and Cale McCarr actually made an interesting point as well he said when you look at it in those two games we've given up five shorthanded shots just so it happened to be that we had a couple bad breakdowns that led and to goals those shots were A++ right <laughs> so you said they're like okay Cale kind of paints it as the penalty kills weren't that bad we just had bad breakdowns Jared paints it as You know, we had a couple guys, again, breakdowns that we need to clean up. We need to get back in the rhythm. We hear them. I hear them talking about, hey, here's how we can fix it. Someone that's on the power play says, I'm seeing this hole. And then to see the product that we got on the ice tonight in terms of penalty kill, AJ and I were laughing at one point. There wasn't just lanes open. There was, I mean. (laughs) it it was an
2: ocean of space. Right, right, right. Like, there was a full
3: metropolitan, like. (laughs) like roadway paved (laughs) in the middle of the ice where the guy they were just so spread out so aggressive to the walls you know it's a nice tip by Erickson Eck but there's nobody within there's nobody around seven feet of him and oh by the way he had just kind of danced in the middle by himself without anyone coming near him for about ten seconds before that and then the shot from the point comes from someone who's feet are planted they're yeah. standing still they had time to catch the puck turn load up and take a shot So you're got not tipped. guarding
2: the point you're not guarding the middle of the right. ice I,
3: I, and and like i said just after a lot of the emphasis on talking about penalty kill and it's obvious they've done film on it and there's i thought this was the worst the pk had looked in these first three games and again you're not going to make hard conclusions from it but that looked like tonight in my opinion a pk that looked a little lost Combine that with the two breakdowns that we saw in the first couple games. Oh. What's the disconnect here? Yeah. It looks bad, man. It looks lost. Yeah. Lost, lost is, the, is, I think, yeah. the best way to put it. It really looks
0: just like a unit that's trying to figure it all out. Like right. all of it from the ground up. It looks really bad right now. And for the record, these are the units that start out bad at the start of the year. Right. It's defenses. It's penalty kills. Those are bad at the start of the year. Those are things that rely on a lot of trust and communication and...
3: Well, but again, the thing that's weird, kind of like what you said, and then, like, jokingly, the exact opposite, like, a penalty kill that you're lost on should be relatively easy to figure out. Hey, kind of settle back, active sticks in lanes. Yeah. Like, we're not, not really sure... send it. Right, right, right. <laughs> we're not really sure what we're doing. Give him the perimeter, let them shoot from out high, trust your goalie, get in lanes. Like, that was... Uh, yeah, Rudo. you said, like, you weren't covering the point... You yep. were covering the middle. What are you covering? There were passing lanes <laughs> all over the place, like cross-eyed <laughs> seams all over the place. It was just like a... I couldn't really figure out which part of the ice they were boxing out.
2: Megan, you looked like you wanted to add something there. You it, could,
1: it wasn't anything huge. It just felt like they were uh, a little too forced and not trusting their instinct, and that's why it did seem like they were moving themselves out to the perimeter and leaving that slot right open It just generally.
2: It's And... They're once again running a setup where they're letting their Ds release, especially when Sedlak is out there. You will regularly see Sedlak slide back into the defensive spot, and all of a sudden you have Kale McCarr in the top of the zone on your penalty kill, and they still have the puck. The other team still has the puck, and Sedlak is just kind of floundering back there. like He's in his position, but he doesn't feel comfortable there.
3: Are you talking about on the penalty kill? Or yeah, just, okay. yeah,
2: on the penalty kill. It happens in five on five too, but you know it's a little more fluid at that point. I just, I just find it weird that the abs have so actively allowed their defensemen to fly on the PK, and it gets so messy so quick for them down low.
3: Right, and again, that that was that was the thing that was kind of the biggest takeaway from that for me was how messy it was. And again, like if you're discombobulated, if you're confused. That should actually be the simplest situation to, like, get back to a home base. of yep. if you have to collapse and just, you know, just kind play a yeah. box, yep. sure, they were just all over the place.
2: All right. Moving on to the next part of penalties that we're going to talk about here. Second period, uh, Logan O'Connor goes by the Minnesota bench. Doesn't do anything. They just straight up steal his stick. And then, like, yeah, Logan kind of gives him a shove after they won't give him his stick back while he's actively out on the ice.
3: Yeah, I don't get how that's not an automatic whistle, two minutes for interference, power play. If
2: you interfere intentionally when you're off the ice, you should be tossed immediately. Should be no questions asked. You can't do that. Toss him. Yeah. It's that easy. Immediately. Are you saying toss him from the game? Yes. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. Remove him from the game.
0: Seriously, just give him just give him a five and a ten and be done with it. Be like, hey, you're not on the playing surface. Yeah, this is an IQ test that you have failed. <laughs> if you can't resist the urge to grab a player's stick as he skates by, you don't get to play
3: in the rest of the game. See, I, I feel like I want. I, I'd like a two and a ten. Get the power play and then. Make him sit for ten. I mean, I'm fine with a game. Okay, that's
2: cool. I I, look. I get there's going to be scenarios where it's like, oh, you know, stick went in there and weird stuff happened, and that's fine. But if it's as blatant as it was today, right, you have to throw him out of the game. Yeah, he's clearly just cheating. No, because like I, I,
3: I, again, I don't, I don't fully know if I'd be in for a a toss. But I, I, I don't think a ten minute is like, I don't think that's that crazy. Because yeah, you're not. That's beyond interference. That's not too many men. Like you're having an impact on the play from the bench. Yep. And that's not allowed anywhere. Yep. You're just not allowed to do that.
2: It is what it is. They give Logan O'Connor two minutes because the refs are cowards.
0: Yeah, I don't understand what he does to deserve the two minutes.
1: I honestly feel like there is something that I missed because in addition to what happened with O.C. and Hartman, um, Duham was on the bench mouthing what the F yeah. to the official coming over to assess what had happened. I f- and he was furious. I couldn't read what had happened. So I feel like there's one small thing that I missed. I still feel like it wasn't assessed very well, but it does seem like... There's one missing detail. I,
2: I don't. I think the missing detail is the Wild played scummy all night and tried no, to get away. With
1: it was scummy because there were later shenanigans. Yeah, exactly. Too, I was exactly. Kind of waiting for this after what we <laughs> saw from this series last year, Greenway. Yeah, you're not wrong. Even yeah. LLC, though. L.C.
0: throwing a punch at a guy on the bench after they took his stick and won't give it back Uh-oh, is miss. not justification <laughs> for a two-minute penalty, in my opinion.
1: Yeah. I just didn't know what happened before it. On it, like yeah, totally. Oh, no, no, no.
3: There's a comment. That's yeah. What was refer- yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah
3: no, because I'm, 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 with you. Yeah, like, th- that's one where I would have liked to have seen
0: longer them go a little further Me back too. to well, see what might have led up to it. No, they showed a reverse
3: angle. I, I yeah. saw it clear as day. It was, it was him and Marcus Foligno got tied up while they were on both on the ice, and the and then Foligno goes into the bench skated away with his stick. He, yeah, took, he took his, his stick, stick out of it his hand, skates it to so the
0: bench, and then Hartman's like, "I'm not giving it back to you, right?" So like that's what happened. So that's yep. holding okay. the stick. Hartman, yeah, in that's the
3: interference. That's holding. And that's, I know there is some type of infraction for like interfering with the play from the bench. I know there is some. I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be a major. special name for it. And so it's like, uh, again, I just. Even, oh, cool. Even if you want to give LOC two there, how do you not give an extra one an to, extra yeah. Two yeah. to yeah. the yeah. Wild? For
0: how sure. Colorado, Colorado no, does wasn't, yeah. nothing truly wrong in this situation. Yep. And walk out of it with a four on four.
2: And now. The four and four worked they out because Philip Gustafson felt unbelievably generous to give yeah. Miko
3: Rantanen a yeah. free
2: goal.
0: Vesa Toskala somewhere <laughs> is just like,
3: see, see, <laughs> bouncing pucks are hard, guys. I'll say credit to Nate. We were talking about it during. Credit to Nate. That's yeah. a nice. That's a great dump, dump in. That's like why on- you want to dump it in on net. If he right. stops
0: it and he covers it, you have an ozone face off. If he doesn't and it bounces, you, have a you get a an you get a freebie. Like okay, great. <laughs>
3: Yeah, no, so credit to Nate for chipping that one in. And then, hey, Miko went to the net, hit that anytime goal score, Dude, plus 130. The, the, the look on my face when
2: I realized it was Miko getting the freest of free goals, I was like, oh, okay, this makes sense. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I mean, yeah, Gustafson, that's on him. It's yep. a gift for Ranton and knowing he took it. Nets, and, and again, sign of a good team. You make a mistake, they we'll punish. Take it.
2: Yep. We'll
3: take it every 100%. time.
2: 100%. How many games where that dude isn't pushing for the net does that bounce mean nothing right, and right, he just right. slides back across? But in this case, it ends up giving the Avs the one goal lead in the second period, which I don't how did you guys feel the Avs played after the
0: first? Really loose defensively. Okay. Uh, and and really like not it, it wasn't dominant, it wasn't wasn't great. Wasn't exceptional or anything. I just thought it was a good game, back and forth, man. I thought it was, it was solid, unspectacular
2: but solid. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable with that. I in a game where I felt like the Avs played well enough to win, it felt more like the wild beat themselves to me.
0: Mm, I mean, it felt like Gustafson beat the wild. Yeah, sure. And then Erickson Eck, just a, just a a made another choice. fail. Did he, did he play no. after
3: that? Did anybody, did anybody notice? Pro- I mean, probably. I, I was going to say, they don't really have many other options. But, like, honestly, man, I, I made the comment to them, Rudo, like that to me was a penalty on par with the Quinn Hughes penalty last year. Yep. Where it was just like he went out there and you saw it 20 seconds before. You he was going to do coming. something dumb. Yeah. And sure enough, he goes behind the net, gets knocked down by Kale McCarr. Gets real pissed and gets his stick right in his face. It's like, yeah. yep, cool. And then it's a Kale McCarr shot tipped by Nathan McKinnon for the goal that put it away. And, like, I, I said to these guys, and I don't know, maybe you guys feel different, but, like, to me, if I'm Dean Everson in that situation, to prove a point, you're down by two now. There's four minutes left. Seat at the end of the bench, bud. Uh,
2: you've lost three games in a row. You've given up seven, seven, and six goals. The only thing I'm doing is Dean Everson is sweating heavily right now. <laughs> um,
0: it, look. He's trying to figure out if Instead of an extra uh, an extra forward, if he could put two goalies in yeah,
1: there, he's on some yeah, maybe like, I can. Well, and, and that
0: extra that too many men penalty. That yeah, they took, right. That's another sort of, moronic penalty. Minnesota has a
2: power play coming to potentially get back into this the game. So funny. Yeah, and they just send a sixth dude out. Yeah, like just not even. It's not like there was a bad change. No, they just sent a sixth dude after the fact. Just hilariously, crazy. like goes to show
0: you, like how teams. Do not practice, do not live in four on four. Yeah, yeah,
2: right. Because they counted five and said, wait, we should have six. Yeah, they yeah. were like, oh, the
0: goalie's pulled. I yeah. Oh, shit, I need to be out yeah, there. And right. then, and you could see the entire team.
2: Yeah. As Angrily, soon as the
0: penalty got called, we're like, what? Pointed at the net, yeah. and we're like, it's an empty net. And the ref's like, it's four on four. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't get six. <laughs> you
3: only get one extra skater when Lots you pull the goalie. Lots of failed in. IQ tests.
0: Yeah. Quite a so few. Like, quite a few. Like, Minnesota, Minnesota did everything they could to just kind of hand that over to them.
2: Uh, on that note... Yeah, <laughs> natural transition. <laughs> Look, go hand yourself a subscription to Avaka TV. Look, 25 bucks a month, you get the abs, you don't have to go through all this nonsense about a VPN or, you know, whatever website you used. Rest in peace on HL66. You will be missed.
1: What? What's
3: that?
2: Never heard of it.
3: <laughs> uh, I, had, I had someone tell me just a couple nights ago that it was back.
2: You need a VPN to use it, though.
3: Mm.
2: Yeah. Skip all that and, and get a Vodka TV stuff. for 25 bucks a month. Has Altitude. Has AT&T Sportsnet. Oh, has the national channels, so you can lose your mind like all these Broncos fans tonight. And the, uh, the Serbia documentary is getting ready. Getting ready to drop Exclusively on the DNVR channel on Avaca Which they have by the way You can watch the game and then flip it to the DNVR channel To check us out So not too shabby Check them out today, again just 25 bucks a month Go to Avaca.tv slash DNVR That's E-V-O-C-A dot TV Slash (laughs) DNVR Also brought to you by The American Raptors You can go catch some rugby Down at Infinity Park in Glendale Uh, The thing I hate about football is how slow it is.
1: I don't like the stoppage in play. I'm sorry.
2: It's just true. And rugby doesn't have that. Rugby just goes. They just go. And that's how it is. So it's like football, but fast. Highly recommend you check it out. You can go to AmericanRaptors.com and get tickets for completely free. Check it out. You can also stream their games on AmericanRaptors.com. Check out the DNVR Rugby account on Twitter. Colton Strickler is our dude. He's amazing work there. Even if you're new to the sport, he has 101 pods to keep you covered. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast. Uh, Appreciate the love. It's an adventure down there for the Broncos. I want to get to the best goal of the game. Josh Manson, Destroyer of
0: Worlds? Well, I mean, he... he like smokes Caprizo out of the corner.
2: Yeah, just toasts him.
0: Yeah, and then and then a perfect backhand. Like top shelf. Easy life. It went in and I was like I was like, was that so sick or <laughs> did that hit something? And then they show the replay like, and I was no, like so, so, sick. so sick? No, it was just that sick.
1: Josh Hansen.
0: Oh, oh really? Oh no. god. This is getting I'm so contentious sorry. <laughs>
1: down here. Does he have oh, Hansen hair? They're getting is it Hansen hair? I don't know. Honestly a little bit.
2: It's kinda if he doesn't like let it flow out, he needs to keep it a little bit controlled. Right. All right. I'm here for the Josh Hansen take.
1: I'm
3: all about it. Uh, or yeah,
2: he could be Charles Manson too. No <laughs> <and> murdered <laughs> he, the goalie. I don't he's know.
1: He's such a punishing player too. I was like, is this the new dad Sheen? Or
2: <laughs> I'm here for it. It's just always. Well like and that. I, but you're right, look at games one and two. His main stunning point was up the right boards, just slamming people. Yeah. Again, again, again.
3: And then he busts that out, and it's like, yeah, it turns out I can play offense too. What's been fun about Manson in Colorado, and we've, we've made this point several times since he got here, it's just that I don't know if he is discovering this about himself <laughs> or what, but just that there is a different style of player in there than what he was in Anaheim. Like I think back to that trade deadline day, and I don't remember who it was that we had on that covered the Ducks. But, you know, talked a lot about, like, you're not going to get any offense. He's going to be kind of a punishing player. He can chip in occasionally with a big shot from out high. And that has not at all been the Josh Manson One, that we For a gotten. guy that spent most
0: of his career playing next to Cam Fowler and Hampus Lindholm, you know, like, guys guys who could move pucks. You know, they've all, Anaheim's always had pretty good puck movers, and so they just never asked that of yeah, him. Yeah. Uh, and then he got to Colorado, and they were like, look, we want all of our defensemen to at least
2: be capable.
0: Feel free yeah. to do this, you know? Like, Jack Johnson was like, uh, I'm good actually. Well, no mistakes here, After right? that
3: first game, he was like, everybody gets one. Yeah,
0: well, <laughs> and like, it took it, it took two dudes running into each other, and he's like, randomly in the middle of the ice by himself, like, all right, here we go.
3: The, at morning skate that we, uh, I think Peter asked him about the goal last year. He's like, hey, look, if you're only going to get one, it's got to be a nice one, right? Yeah. And I was like, good for you. Good for you. But no, I mean with Manson, it's
0: it's like this was kind of the conversation coming into the year, because it's a great play, it's a sick play, and we noticed him in the second half of the game uh, a lot more than the first half of the game. And then you get to the you get to the end of the night, and you go and you look, and analytically he gets bodied, he gets doubled up in shot attempts, he's on the negative in, in scoring chances, he's on the negative in high danger chances. Oh, that's bad. But it's like, but hey, sometimes it don't if, matter if man. that part of the ice is not going to go great. Then make a play on the other end, mm-hmm. yep, and the game-winning goal certainly counts.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: I still stand by my Z- my Zdorov take. The fact that you guys got so upset about that <laughs> says a lot more about you than the take itself.
3: <laughs> well, and and my other thing too with Manson is uh, he's a, he's a better skater than I thought he was. He's just, yeah, uh, and it's I fine. I yeah. think he. Right, right. He's like he's yeah. fine, but I, I thought he was you a lot... don't notice
0: it as a major liability. I thought he was a lot uh, clunkier
3: when he got here, and I also just think he's a great example of, they said, this guy does things that we like, he does things we don't have, and he can skate enough that, I mean, pretty much going forward, he'll be with either Gerard or Byram, and that's the type of player that allows him to... Try some things. To do things that he couldn't do maybe in Anaheim when they needed him to be full, shut down, you have to be the safety net. Having a guy that can skate as well as Gerard and is good defensively, having a guy that can skate as well as Byram and is good defensively, it allows Manson to free up a little bit, and I think that's part of what makes this talented decor on paper that much more lethal is that it's just a really great mix. They found for the first time... In a long, a little long, bit of long time, a yeah. good mix yeah. of players and guys that play well with each other. And it's fun to see a guy like Manson benefit from that so much. Yep.
2: Uh, getting into the rest of the game, we talked about the redirect off Taze's skate leading to a goal to make it 4-3. And then you get to uh, what we talked about earlier. Look, punish mistakes. Yeah. Minnesota should have tied this game 4-4 on a shorthanded goal. Yeah. They absolutely should have
0: well in, in in this is the conversation that we had again uh, in the Calgary game we go rancid and misses an empty net yep that two one you know that two one game it goes from two two uh what should have been two two to three one and your're the game the game goes how it goes in the same way that this this should have been this is four three it should, should have been have four, four, four four turns five three yep and and uh, that's well, it like you the don't around don't capitalize
2: was, was immediate right
1: they
0: you didn't. don't you don't capitalize on your chances in the NHL yep. you lose games. So
3: we talk about it with, you know, elite teams, Stanley Cup teams, champ, whatever however you want to describe that that kind of tier. And what's the one thing the phrase that we use a lot? These guys don't beat themselves. And the abs have really over the last year to two years settled into that. They're not going to beat themselves and if you are going to make mistakes, they will take advantage of it and they're not going to give you as many back. And I thought this was well, the the penalty and then the subsequent miss on the shorthanded I thought were just great examples of that where yeah, you had a chance they beat you missed it they're gonna go for the well, throat
2: and and look at the turnaround the mistake leading to the two on one Kale flubs a puck and then kind of gets beat on the way back they come down and it's Kale shot yeah, to yeah, yeah. McKinnon tip to get the goal and put the game out of reach right you don't kill these guys they will kill you
3: yeah yeah it's <laughs> a great way of putting it so. Yeah. Don't miss. And, uh.
2: and look, that's what you expect out of your best players, right? When it's important, they get the job done. Yep. Took a little bit of a windy road to get there. They got there. Yeah.
1: I feel like that's what we talked about in the pregame, too, is to apply pressure for the entirety of the game mm-hmm. at different points, and it's what the Avs do best. They could just be really selective about when they decide to do that. And it it's not always apparent to viewers how they are making those decisions like you know the first into the second period which one was better or you know the, the pace of the game i honestly thought there were parts of the first and second that were better and worse than the other um, i generally thought that the second period they began to apply more pressure but they were also making pretty poor mistakes too For sure. and that's just kind of the colorado avalanche story especially in these early games where they're still figuring things out like the penalty kill well and that's this is, look, this I can't is... I can keep doing this mic thing. I'm so sorry. <laughs> going there you to, go.
3: <laughs> so distracting. <laughs> and you look casual, yeah. <laughs> too. That's what I like about that stance, yeah. Uh, going
2: back to Jesse's yeah, championship tier teams or whatever you want to call it. That's hilarious. What happened in this game? The Colorado Avalanche never trailed. Yeah. yeah. The whole game. It was tied a couple times. Well, One. 0-0 and 1-1. Yeah. And, and they never trailed. And when you're leading... Those mistakes are still bad, but it's not game-shattering mistakes. Right. It's okay now. It's a tie game, or okay now we're only up by one,
3: and that's fine. Well, and there's a there is a mindset shift to. I mentioned it to AJ, and, and like I don't want to get too carried away with a game the, the third or fourth game right, of the season for the sure. Maple Leafs. But I don't know if you were seeing what was happening I, in, the, in the Maple Leafs chat was all about it. Yeah. So, but they they were yeah, showing down we the bench. Had it on. And I, I said to AJ, I said, see, look at their faces. I said, they already look like they lost. They already look like they're expecting the goal that come back and the game's over. And to your point, Ruto, like, the Avs, it took them a minute to stretch beyond the one goal lead. And when they did, every time Minnesota cut it back, what's just become impressive about this team, and maybe this is just a symptom of what we were talking about, where when you win a championship that next season, you're like, eh. But, like, they just they didn't look like they were concerned at all. Well, this is the same, this is the same thing that we saw
0: Last year from them, where it didn't matter the situation that the Avalanche were in, they were just comfortable. Yep. Yeah, they were just going to keep playing, I, and they just believed they were like, we're just better me. than everybody. And if you give us sixty minutes, we'll find it, a way.
2: For as silly as the Gerard goal was, the Avs get caved for six for ten minutes straight, and then Gerard comes down, makes one good play, and they score. And the the, yeah. reac- the reaction for the Avs is, "Whoa, yes, that's unbelievable! I can't believe we did that." It's
3: yeah. We're that yep. good. We we expected that. Yeah. We expected to come down to tie us up. And I don't remember if it was on our show, if it was just a conversation I was having. But it's one of the things I love about the the Jared Bednar's approach to the game. It's we play in five minute chunks. Yes. Yeah. Did we win this five minutes? No? Cool. We'll win the next five. Well, and and we win never looking we'll never looking
0: next. back, never letting things that have happened. Yep. Because even when you go back to the Stanley Cup final, you watch how the Lightning, they were so upset. Yeah about stuff that was done and over with that they were focused still on that and then another thing would happen to them and then they were upset about that and they never got back into the mindset of all right we just need to get back to work and focus on what is
3: Mm -hmm.
0: and i think that's where the abs at least on the mental side of things have been so good yeah they just live in that moment that they're in was this good enough no but we got away with it you know Hey, they they outplayed us for ten straight minutes in the first period. It's only one one. It's on them for not making it worse. Right, right, right. Now it's our turn.
2: Uh, yeah. And then they
0: got to work. And as soon as they get to work, man, they just beat teams. Are yeah. we about
2: to create another Megan corner? for like Megan's mentality. Is that where this is going? (laughs) Looked like you wanted to jump in there. I was just
1: going to say the Nathan McKinnon goal is a reflection of this. It's a moment where the play before is not good and instead of allowing that to affect the momentum, they reset and then they capitalize on the power play as they should. And
2: and for someone like McKinnon specifically, how many times have you seen a play not go McKinnon's way and his body language immediately goes ugh? Right. Instead, they come back and score after a disaster of a play.
3: Yeah. And then to your point about like, the Girard goal, like that's a nice tip. And, you know, again, it's just the look on, like, their body language for Alma is like, okay, cool. Wow. That would have been a disappointment had we not done that. That yeah. was what we were right. expecting yeah. of ourselves.
1: Yeah. The recovery is also important to note in the and goal.
2: And Yep, 100%. We kind of beat around Nathan McKinnon for most of this podcast because he is our king of the game. Yep. Which, a <laughs> three point night for him. And, and you're starting to see, sure, even if it is weird stuff like, the Miko assist that he ends up getting credit for, he still comes through with a big goal at the end of the night, yeah. and he—he's he's a dude that just looks like he's on another level this year. Yeah. I don't know how else
3: to put it. I've said it a thousand times at this point. The pressure's off. The intensity's up. Uh, yeah. He looks like there was a huge weight of expectation lifted off of him, and now he's just playing. Yep. Well, now I think I think what you're seeing is that he's like he
0: met that moment. Yep. And now he's chasing history. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what. And he won't look at it that way he's just gonna be like one day at a time aj <laughs> but i think he's just he's just gonna be that guy that's so driven all yeah, the time yeah. that there is no it's an insatiable hunger yeah. for success some yeah. of those and days are now there's easier. no
2: disappointment
0: on right. there's no that's, like i, I may never shit. get yeah. This. yeah
3: there's no i haven't won shit meaning. a lot right.
2: of those days are a lot easier when you already have one right yeah <laughs> like there's no oh I'm not gonna get it again. Yeah, it's he's just, gonna go home and he, that
0: gigantic Stanley Cup ring is still gonna be sitting in that dope ass box. Yeah, right. in exactly. In his house. And he can always look at that and be like, sick.
2: Yep. So I I'm pretty good, but we can we can move into anything specific you guys wanted to touch we have super on. Chats. We do have a couple super chats. We
3: can get to those. I was gonna say we hit on a lot of my specifics. Yeah.
2: Yep. Uh, the amazing Drew Lounsbury Lons- I keep saying your name wrong You're doing this all playoffs long You're a madman $50 Finally able to catch a live show again Keep up the awesome work As always Much love guys Thank, thank, you, thank you so much, much Drew Holy smokes uh, And Kevin with the $2 chat saying I don't know what to say But they won <laughs> And that's that all that counts At the end of the day right
0: Imagine if that was the pod
2: Just th- I, don't I don't know, know what to say But I. they won So but they won Bye Boom <laughs> <laughs> Outro <laughs> Yeah yeah, 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 and and look, regardless of the wackiness of the game, regardless of everything else, yeah, Aves are two and one, yeah, they're well-
0: two and one, and they have a really weird schedule coming up. Yeah, um, they get you know they get they get winnipeg at home uh, to (laughs) travel, which whatever yeah and then they have uh, another back-to-back seattle vegas with travel again yeah and then they go on the road uh and they won't be back they're on the Uh, east coast for a week and then they fly to finland the second week of november yep so Uh,
2: it's it's gonna be weird
0: yeah and it's that's a long way that's a long time to be away from home so this is a a low key, like, hey, here's some chances to get a couple of wins, get some points. Like we expect they'll win the division, but you still have to do it. Right, right, right. Uh, bank some points, get some points. Right. You know, win some
2: games here. It's a lot easier to win the division when you start well instead of four, five, and one. Yeah, you don't have to
0: chase anything. <laughs> yeah, you could start from the front of the pack and then just spend the entire time just out in front, clean air.
2: Yep. It's kind of like Max Verstappen, you dude.
0: <laughs> well, he never starts in. Charles always starts That's, in front, and then he blows Max it overtakes immediately him on the first <laughs> turn, and then we're good for the rest of the race. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. So yeah. touched on you mostly, Megan. No, anything, bad. No? Good to go. All right. We're going to get out of here for the day. We appreciate all of you. We are off tomorrow, but we have a bunch of stuff on YouTube. If you haven't watched the five-on-five that Jesse and Megan did today, go check that out. A lot of kind of interview stuff behind the scenes for the ads. We need
3: feedback on that one to see if we're going to make it a a weekly.
2: Yeah. So check that out. Uh, We'll be back with the live shows on Wednesday, pregame, watch long postgame. All that jazz. You know how it is. Until then, we'll talk to you later.